0: Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion Podcast, where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for checking in again today. Today, I just want to talk a few moments of commentary um, towards the topic of wisdom. And at the end of the program, I want to talk about something that that here in, in my world where I live is a is a very exciting change that is immediately before us here in regards to the podcast and, and the video. Um, recording specifically, and so I want to share that here at the end. But what I want to talk about for just a few minutes is this this mysterious thing called wisdom. We we of course have have tackled Lady Wisdom and how she presents herself to us in the Book of Proverbs, and um, how how wisdom has a lot of Messiah esque qualities and really reflects a lot of of just counsel towards any of us who call ourselves believers, followers of Yeshua. And the Word of God, of course, from cover to cover is full of wisdom's counsel. But specifically, over the last, I don't know, 10 or 12 days now, I have found myself trying to read the book of James every day. Um, and, and what's happening when as I do that is is I'm, it's spinning off these little many cyclones off of the main storm of what James presents of thought, and many of them are towards wisdom. We know that that the words of James that have been recorded for us to to read and to add to our lives and really ask ourselves some hard questions about, are we really doing these things? Are these practical day-to-day life experiences that we are finding normal in our lives— um, or are we really deficient in a lot of these things that that James presents? Now, now we know from the very beginning, and, and this is going to be very brief today. There's nothing prepared or anything like that. Um, so let's just read a little bit in the book of James, just for a few minutes. And he starts out like this. He, he of course, lets us know who the, who the author is, James. And interestingly enough, as I've as I've study more towards the correct understanding of these biblical authors, these individuals. His name really was Yaakov. I mean it's just strange how we just we translate and we change and you know we make things something they never were. and then in the end we say it doesn't matter anyway. If you watch the program with any regularity, you know that I don't really feel that way. I believe it all matters. Um, I'm hoping that should the world continue, for the next five generations, that my children's 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 children will call me by my right name and not say, "Ah, it doesn't matter." Right? <laughs> um, but with, somehow we say that's different. Uh, but this man Yaakov, Jacob, James, he was a bond servant of Yahweh Elohim and of Messiah Yeshua. And he wrote this specifically to someone, which I'm always saying here matters as well, to the twelve tribes who are dispersed abroad. And so this is not for everyone on the earth, friend. we have to go I see so many things, whether it's online or just uh commentaries or kind of blanket Christianity or even like a church sign, we'll dumb it down as far as we can that just says... They would extract a verse from James and just put it up there and you just personalize it that it is somehow for you or applicable to you. Now, we may be able to rightly say it is for us, but it is only for those who fit the criteria that the words are written unto. Okay, we have got to realize identity is everything. Identity is is of utmost importance who we are. Who who number 1 of course who is our father who in whose seed are we now in an offspring condition out of i mean who are we 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 cannot just say well i said a prayer and asked jesus into my heart and i'm a christian now the end that is not an identity uh issue um nothing's been solidified in that there there's 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 that's just a nebulous brand upon a man, to say, well, I'm just, I'm Christian. Um, We can be more specific than that, but without getting sidetracked, of course, this man, Yaakov, James, he says to the 12 tribes in the dispersion, greetings, consider it all joy, my brethren, okay, so his brothers, those in the faith, those in the body of Messiah alongside him, you people, when you encounter Various trials or temptations, depending on the version you read. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let or allow endurance, allow these temptations to have their perfect result. Which is what? That you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. It, this is, a, in the Greek, it's really talking about a steadfastness, a, a set Endure to the end mindset, unwavering, not no longer tossed to and fro. But verse 5, it is really all we're going to talk about for just, again, a few mere moments today. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of Yahweh, who gives to all men generously and without reproach. He does not hold it back, and it will be given to him. Okay? So... And this is what I want to talk about for a few minutes because it seems like in, in a lot of periphery places in my life with different individuals, people that I know and people that I'm maybe acquainted with and people that I do not know, but just kind of in the in the periphery of my life, there is a lot of discussion about kind of how I will generalize what we should be pursuing right now, what we should be putting our minds to, what should we be moving towards what is the kingdom? What is kingdom business? What is the function of of the of the man in Messiah right now in this age and all the political turmoil and wars and rumors of wars and panic and pandemics and right all these things. And let those things all fall where they may, okay? If we are going to be men who are worthy of these words that men like James wrote unto Friends, we had better think differently. We had better know what wisdom is saying because everybody that, not everyone, but many people around my circle of life, they're just, (laughs) all of us, friends, are tempted to be baited into the distractions of life, war, all these things, wars, governmental drama, political banter, Good presidents bad presidents if you know the program how you know how I feel about all that nonsense all of these things are are fighting for our gaze and again I've referenced this maybe two or three times in previous episodes and I'll end I'll end this program today with an explanation of, of more along the lines of what's coming but I am right here ready to pull the trigger on the writing that I did uh, called the great Funnel Because, friend, let me put it like this. Imagine you're sitting in front of a a desktop, a laptop computer, or even your phone. I have my phone right here. and, And this is perfect, really. Okay, so without looking at all my business, you see all these options on this screen. All these options on the screen. Now, even when this is so practical, right? Because even when you pick up your phone, you look at that phone and you look at what you desire to peer into. I want to know the weather. Okay. I push an app and guess what? Here comes the weather. That is my desire to find that out right now. Okay. Well, I want to know what the verse of the day is. I go to my Bible app. I want to go to the second temple app for my son to walk through the the 3D virtual temple. Okay, well, this is what I want today. Here it comes. You understand what I'm saying. This is our life. And why am I saying this in light of wisdom? Friends, if we don't have the, the, the wisdom of our eternal creator Right here, front and center, and us locked on pursuing Him via His Word, via prayer, via, via the Holy Spirit leading us, we will be susceptible to looking at these screens. What do I want today? Do I want news? Do I want my email? Do I want to go to my, you know what I'm saying? Right now, in front of all of us, to connect again to the, the great funnel writing that I will do in, in future episodes. The world, the patterns of the world, as I've been saying of recent, you know, as of late, the all of the the patterns of and ways of the nations are presented to us all in so many differing ways. There is this this vast ocean of options for all of us, and the enemy knows what to put in front of your eyes at the right moment. Okay, and so. I am saying to anyone who is willing to listen of the last two weeks, especially friends, we have got to guard our eyes. We've got to guard. And I don't just mean like we don't look at women who are scantily clothed. I'm talking about what the Bible talks about our inner place where things enter into us and affect us and, and literally alter who we are, what we think about and thereby what we do. And so today, As you peer onto the screen of your life, friend, be careful because there are things that seem harmless, may even be masquerading as light, but guess what? You've been duped. You've been deceived. You're watching here, you're watching here, you're watching here. All this natural event nonsense that is being presented to you exactly how the world wants it to, it is a well-oiled machine, has always been running, it's just we're in the modern day version of it. It's our version. It's no different. And it's being presented to you. Now, today's culture is very interesting with media and the 4,000 channels you can watch. It's all being presented. And I'll, t- I'll tell you this, friend. It may, be pre- it, may be, be, it may be being. Can I say that? It's very possible it's being presented to you in a beautiful little package with a bow on it called evangelical Christianity. It may be saying, hey, this is fine. We quote the Bible. And so look at this. Or look at this, but if we're not careful and crying out for wisdom because we understand that we lack wisdom, we will be deceived to watch all this mess down here. All this mess down here, and all of a sudden, then we're branding spiritual things onto worldly matters and quoting Bible verses towards worldly matters, and we're missing the whole point of the undercurrent that's being presented to us and wants to take us in, move us downstream and down in to the endgame reality. Now, this may seem like crazy talk, or we can say, you know what? There is an agenda to move me away from Yahweh's commands and get me all messed up, wrapped up, and entangled into the ways of the nations. This isn't some new idea I have or anything like that. It is fact. It is in the Word of God presented to us what? There there is an entire agenda by the great deceiver. (laughs) <laughs> the father himself of lies who rules and reigns the patterns of this world. And friends, I don't care what anyone says. If anyone comes to you and says, I'm not tainted by the patterns of the world, they're a liar. All of us are in these patterns somehow, some way, to some extent. The, the reality is some people know it and admit it. Some people have no idea. And some people are just arrogant and blind And say, you know what? I'm outside of that, man. I'm a kingdom person. No, the patterns of the world are in us all. And as I'm always saying, the sojourner mentality, the traveler, the the alien people that we are called to be is the ones in the in the offspring of, of Abraham himself. We are called to be sojourners here. This nation is not my home, never was, never will be, and I'm thankful to Yahweh Elohim that it is not. This is no paradise here. There's no paradise on the other side of all the bad people getting the justice they deserve either. It is not meant to be here. It is not reserved for here. This nation is not special or super godly or holy in any way whatsoever. We're waiting our turn for the judgment to come. It would do us well to remember that. Now, now back to my point, and then we'll get to the announcement that I wanted to make. But I want to say this because I feel like this is something that, that the Father showed me about a week ago. And I've shared it with several people over the last uh, several days. And I feel like, and I see this evident in my own life, and I'm trying to harness it and, and recognize it. And, and and put an end to it as soon as I see that it's happening in my in my thought process or in my prayers or in my expectations is that I see a lot of people pursuing. OK, so if we could put on a board here, one, two, three, four, five and their steps, let's just say for this for the uh, sake of simplicity, that step five is the, the purpose, the, the end, the goal. OK, so we have one, two, three, four, five. And again, five is the goal. I would say that if we're not careful, any one of us could fall prey to the to, to the prayer of, Father, give me number five. <laughs> Bring me into the wholeness now. Bring me into the fullness. Take me to number five, Father. And we pray and we we do all these things. We read books and we watch videos and we watch this, whether it's how to get this, gain that, become this. Christianity is 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 underwater in the five minutes to know God mentality uh 10 minutes to holiness you know 30 minutes a day to financial kingdom freedom and like and all I'm saying and here here we go I'll be as gentle as I know how consider won't you what about steps one two three and four what about if father wants to mature you and mature me to say you know what Joel Start at number one. Do number one. I don't know much about how you train people in a um. What do you call it? In a trade, uh, uh, apprenticeship. I I could do it with what I do for work. My son's too young to presently know how to do it well, of course, or even safely. But I get that from a sense. There's what I do for work. I have done for many years, and it's mindless to me. And I could I could have him be my apprentice, and he. May want to skip all the way to step five and say, okay, I run a high speed weighted buffer at, you know, sometimes 2,000 RPM. You better hold on. You better have arms strong enough to hold it in a certain position for a certain amount of time with a certain amount of pressure, with all these different things. I won't bore you with how to make a car shiny. But there are things that that son of mine would have to learn to get ready to put the buffer spinning at a fast, rate of speed upon the paint of a car. He would have to learn one, two, three, and four. And son, until you do these things, there is no way you're putting that machine on that vehicle. And here we are in Christianity in 2022, and perhaps it's always been this way. We just want to get to the point. So God, you, we know you hear our prayers. We know that you are longing to answer our prayers, of course. And so Bring me into the fullness of X. Give me X. And I'm not saying like in a demanding sense. It may just be a very humble bring me to fruition in this matter. Allow me to get a house. Allow me to get that car, that promotion, Help my son to be obedient. All these things, yes and amen. Okay, but I would say, ask the Father in your life, in your time alone, communing with him, in your journaling, if you, if you hopefully do that, writing out your thoughts, taking time to just meditate on what the Father's saying to you every day. Okay, Father, maybe, maybe the way to number five is me exerting the effort doing one, two, three, and four. We want to do all these awesome things and get to number five, and that's fine. But what is wisdom saying? What is wisdom saying? And to, and to be just, just be clear, I've been trying to practice to train myself to every day throughout the pattern of my day. In circumstances that I that I come that I come in contact with that reveal themselves to me, in numerous ways, just regular life things, family things. Brotherly things within the body, even this stuff here with the podcast, whatever it might be for you, be different, of course. I'm stopping. Father, James, Yaakov told me, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask. Oh, I lack wisdom in pretty much every single thing I face. How about you? I lack wisdom. And, and what I'm saying is this, bring all this around to simplify. Instead of seeking our best life now, or this blessing, or this fruit, or this result of a matter, what if we just did what the Bible says and asked for wisdom? Because maybe instead of instead of Yahweh just delivering something to us and setting it in our lap and saying, there you go, son, I love you which he may do, it's up to him, it isn't up to me how it comes, but maybe, friends, maybe, sometimes, and maybe we could say most of the time because our father wants us to mature and be a son who can be trusted, maybe he's saying, you know what wisdom says, Joel? Learn step number one, mature a little bit. How about you get up off the floor and stop crawling around in that matter and start walking, and then maybe you and I can talk about number five. And by the way, there's still three and four before you get to five. So what I'm saying is, instead of perhaps just asking God to, quote, do something that we call a a result, a number five, maybe we should just cry out for wisdom so that we ourselves can mature and rightly handle, handle Father's business in our life because he can do whatever he wants. And, of course, there are things in our life we have nothing to do with the result. There are, of course, those things. Yes and amen. Praise the Father. He's good. How all of us, if we've walked with him for any amount of time, something came our way that we just step back and say, I did nothing. I did nothing to deserve that. I, you know what I'm saying. No action. I didn't seek it out. I just, we were just in a place of prayer and like, Father, would you please? Well, I have endless stories like that, of course, but let's be full because there may be times, friend, in your life, I know there are in mine, when the best move for me, the best prayer for me is to sit back and say, Father, I see the end here with number five and I really want it. And it may be good and right and awesome and even pleasing to him and part of your function and purpose as an individual. But maybe, sometimes, at the very least, Father's saying, you know what? I just want you to mature and patiently wait through one, two, three, and four. So how about you cry out for wisdom, Joel? Because he's the giver of it. Because James is very clear. Let him ask of Yahweh first, first, before books, before YouTube videos, before pastor counselors, before all these things. Now, his word and himself communing with him, asking him, telling him, I'm finding such peace in just constantly. Father, I lack wisdom. Would you please give me whatever dose of wisdom I can presently handle rightly as a mature man, as a mature son. Whatever it is, and you know the level that I can walk in with responsibility. Father, I lack wisdom, and you are the giver of it. You are the source. And so let's do that, friend. Let's be people who who are willing to to walk out this journey and not have to have everything fixed or or. Flawless or perfectly in order. I'm learning more and more through the circumstances of my life that that for the rest of my days, I will just be off in many ways that I just wish I wasn't. I mean, are you are you perfectly content with your condition? I find that I am in ways when I'm not being pressed in ways that is necessary for me. So what do we do? We, we, we willingly place ourselves inside circumstances that perfect us, that move us into the likeness and the image of the Son. talked to a brother or close brother of mine this morning on the phone, and that's what we talked about. It's like, what do we do? We run towards trials so that endurance may have its perfect result. Work. Work is that word, if I remember right in the Greek, so that it can it can accomplish a work, friends. I want us to be postured like that. When I say us, I mean these people who believe that this word of God is alive, it's active, and it it's full of counsel that I lack and that I need. And the Holy Spirit will teach me all things. I'm banking on that. <laughs> So let us be a people who who cry out daily for wisdom. Now, I want to culminate this, this episode today with this because we may be going off the air for a, a, a undetermined amount of time. Um, and I'll try not to get emotional about it, but it's hard for me not to. Um, we have had some very generous individuals donate incredible equipment to the program. And whenever that happens, I'm just so... I'm so humbled by that, I just can't believe that I can't believe that people want to do that. Um, and so we have been we have been blessed with some incredible recording equipment that will take some time to set up all of this that we have now that was already given to us almost in its entirety, even the studio that we're in right now completely. How much is that? (laughs) It's incredible. Incredible. Same thing here. What would you want if you could get the studio the way you want it, Joel? Uh... (sighs) And that's basically what we got. So I say that to say there may be a little hiatus here. There's going to be some learning curve because what I have right now set up Is really simple on purpose. I'm kind of a simpleton with electronics and technology. Admittedly, that's fine. But this stuff is not quite so simple. But it's going to be incredible once we get it set up in here, get all this out, and and we've got to obviously do some setup and some tweaking. So I say that to say, y'all, I'm totally excited. I can't believe it. The Father is so good to us. I should not be here in this room interested in his word I should be as you've heard me say before if you watch this I should be a, a, a loser that nobody wants to talk to living in a rundown apartment in some wretched ghetto um, with no hope um, and so I'm very thankful that the father impresses upon other people without without any word out of my mouth to to what I don't know partner I don't even like using that word it's been abused to, to say, hey, the father said do this, and so what do you want? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I'm getting all distracted now, but it's incredible. So we may be down for a couple weeks. There's a lot going on here. Um, and so there might just be some downtime. So now you know why. I'll try to, maybe I can do some audio stuff. I still have, obviously, this microphone can hook up to an XLR external and we can do some incredible audio recordings, uh, but there might not be any video for a little while. I don't know how long, but we're going to do our best to tweak it and get it right um, because I want to I rightly hold uh, responsibly what the Father has, has used individuals to give to us. And so, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. And uh, I will maybe we're gonna post some pictures. We're gonna use my son's GoPro to probably do some video of like setup and equipment stuff because people like that. It's fun, right? It's fun. So we'll probably do that along the way. Uh, so stay close to the channel. And uh, we're continuing to add subscribers. I'm so stoked about that. And uh, so thank you so much for watching. And uh, we will update as we can along the way. So. Check out all our old broadcasts good grief at pathdesign.com and my wife moved them all to YouTube as well we got stuff that's two two plus two and a half years old now I probably still believe most of it check it out if you want to over at pathdesign.com like subscribe do all those things do share the program I feel like I feel like the father's just unveiling our eyes to so many different things and uh, we want to share that with anyone else who is who is sensing the same thing so uh, this is the path Zion podcast. What are we doing here? We're rediscovering the ancient way. So thank you so much for watching. Amen.